around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome aboard, or good evening, or good morning, wherever you are, whatever time of day it is. We're glad to have you here with us once again. John Bon Jovial, whatever time of day it is, how are you doing? Oh, fairly wonderful, my friend. We uh, had a little bit of a rain event earlier in the week with a so-called tropical storm that went through southwest Florida. Rain yeah, like uh, meh, 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 before uh, it finally stopped, and uh, you know I, I like say meh, 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 because I can't say the other thing. Well, yeah. like a rainforest, <laughs> yeah, or a rainy swamp. Yeah, that too. <laughs> well, I'm glad you survived, and uh, uh, that that should uh, top of all the rain you've been getting. That should pretty much soften the drought that they've been saying you've been having. Oh, it's been a, a, a you know a godsend for the drought as far as that's concerned. But one of the negative side effects is because of that and because of all the standing water in the area, we have these helicopter-sized mosquitoes <laughs> that are buzzing us. I knew that was coming. Yeah, I can imagine you got uh, definitely a problem with that. And I've always I've always had trouble understanding how a state that is in danger of going under the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, could be in a drought. It seems like your problem would be too much water, not enough. Yeah, no kidding. Or not, not enough. <laughs> All right. You well, are, anyway, you are correct, we're, uh, sir. We're here once again for the show that is always an award show because there are so many now. We decided we'd just make every show an award show and get that part of it out of the way. And uh, you and our guests will be the ones who help us select the award winners and every guest on the show is an award winner. We have no nominating panels, no voting, no uh, no silly panels or anything like that. Uh, we just, uh, somebody does something incredibly good or incredibly stupid, you would like them to have an award, uh, just speak up and, uh, hey, you may hear it right here on the show. And we have some great music for you again this week. Uh Coming, we've got uh, Kazme and a band called Virus from out Boston Way. And uh, we'll get to them real soon. But first, we've got a, uh, we got a gentleman from South Africa, from Johannesburg, South Africa. He's an award-winning songwriter. He's now based out of Atlanta. And he's also the author of Imperfect Soul, Naked in Truth. Now, that's a story of a young South African musician, singer, songwriter, humanitarian, and philanthropist traveling the world, performing, who came from humble beginnings, singing in a church choir, and went on to performing in world stages. Traveling the world, he got, went back to Soweto, uh, Johannesburg, and having to reintroduce himself again to a place he once called home, it was a little bit of a fairy tale for him, a fairy tale life indeed, introducing different characters in the book that he met along the way in different cities of the world while living in their, in their living irrespective of their particular mess and uh, choosing to be, as he put it, naked in their own truth. So in a way, it's sort of an autobiography of our next guest. His name is C. Sharp Mokeki. 
And this is called Free at Last.
You're listening to the David Bowers Awards. And if you're an artist who'd like to have your music featured on our show, please write us at david at thedavidbowers.com. C-sharp Mokeki. And what would you think of that one, John Bon Jovial? Oh, I like that. The uh, it, It's got such a nice, you know, this I, I don't know how else to describe it, but it's got a... Uh, a, a nice tribal feel to it, and the the harmonies, uh, the melody, uh, they he put together something very nice and very soulful. Yeah. You can tell he really very, put his heart into it. Very intricately woven too. I mean, it, it's a uh, it's a complicated song. It's not your. It's definitely not your average bubblegum pop. That's for sure. It's a. That's it's for a, sure. Yeah. It's quite a story and uh, very intricately woven. C-sharp Mokeki. And uh, remember, with C-sharp, as well as all of our guests, uh, if you'd like to hear them on the show, drop us a line. Let us know, because uh, we'd like to know who you want to hear on the show. You can write us, david at the davidbowersawards.com. Let me rephrase that. I get the, uh, for some reason, I uh, always get that awards in there. That's the name of the show. The address is david at thedavidbowers.com. Plain and simple. Okay, John Bon Jovial, you've got some words about the uh, underwriting that goes on to uh, present this show, don't you? We do, and, you know, we don't get to talk about it every week because we usually have a jam-packed schedule, but got a couple of extra minutes today, so we want to tell you about Computer Help USA. They are located in Naples, Florida. They're good people, and they have been underwriting this show in its various and sundry iterations over the last 15 years or so, providing us with equipment, with guidance, and with counseling. And the thing about Computer Help USA is that they really are experts in the field of uh, antivirus uh, in the field of security and being able to guide you and help you get the kind of equipment that you need that's going to make your network be rock solid and perform to its potential. So Computer Help USA, they're good folks to deal with. If you have any problems at all, be sure to give them a call the old-fashioned way. You can call them on the telephone machine, and that's area code 239-596-6112. You can also find them on the uh, internets, and that's www.comphelpusa.com. And of course, find them on uh, Facebook Twitter, and the other various and sundry social media platforms. That's Computer Help USA. They'll help you out every way that they can. David. Hi, thank you very much. I could, uh, sometimes I think I could use some of that counseling myself. I mean, <laughs> sometimes I think I need a little counseling, but that's another story as, uh, uh, as somebody, oh, that was, uh, that was, uh, oh, what's his name now? Escapes me. The uh, Lake Wobegon. Uh, uh, Garrison Keeler. That's the one. Yeah, it was, that yep. was one, of his, one of his expressions. But that's another story. And uh, 
it seems he always has another story. And we have another artist coming right up. So we want to remind our artists listening uh, to us today that uh, if you have a song that you'd like to be have on the show, or if you'd like your music to be aired on the show, or even perhaps be a guest on the show, again, that address that I keep messing up is david at thedavidbowers.com. Drop us a line put music or guest in the subject line and uh, we'll get right to it. We'll give it a listen, look into it and see if perhaps we can get your song played or maybe even have you come on, be a guest and tell us about yourself and your career as our next guest is going to do. Young lady, a beautiful young lady by the name of Kazme is going to be joining us very soon because this uh, this first tune we're going to play is only about a minute and a half long, unlike uh, seven-minute songs we had a couple of weeks ago. So give a listen right now, if you would, to Daughter of the King. This is Kazme. Daughter of the King by our next guest, Casme, who I'm going to have come in right now and say hello to us all. Hello, Casme. Hello, everybody. Hi. How are you doing today? I am wonderful. I'm definitely blessed. Thank you guys so much for having me on the show. Fantastic. And we are blessed to have you. Thank you for joining us. And, uh, you know, most of the songs that we play on here are anywhere from three or four minutes long to uh, we've had them over seven minutes long. That was only a minute and a half. And I think that's going to mean you're going to have to talk with us a little bit longer this time because we need to know about you. Now, you're you're operating out of New Orleans. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Born and raised in New Orleans, Louisiana. And therein, I think, is a story within itself. Tell us about the origins of Casme and how you got started and how you got into the music and the direction that you're going. Well, I definitely was raised in a musical household. Um, my mother and my father, they both sing. They both love God. Um, and in the house, you know, we were, we were able to listen to gospel music, Christian artists, uh, some jazz. I also used to listen to a lot of classical music because I fell in love with music at a young age. So, um, you know, between singing at church, me and my sister started a, a, a group, a group together. 
uh, me and my mom would write the songs. So music has just definitely always been a part of me. Uh, and as I grew older, I started writing and recording. And I left New Orleans for a little while and moved away to Music City, which is Nashville. I was right. 18 years. So I, I was blessed to work with a lot of different artists from country to pop and uh, rock. I even had a rock band. So music is just it's been a part of my life. Since I was a little girl, I was there. I started singing at two, my mom said. so. Oh, wow. <laughs> then you definitely have, you definitely do have a musical background. Now, understand you are the number one ranked soul singer-songwriter in New Orleans on the Reverb Nation charts. Now, how did you come by the nickname Queen of the Bayou? <laughs> Queen of the Bayou. It's, it's funny because... You know, I, I consider myself definitely a daughter of the king. I've been representing myself as such, you know, all of my life. I've been very cautious and careful, you know, how I how I portray myself as a young woman and a woman who loves God and my family, just been responsible, you know. And so when I moved, decided to move back to New Orleans, uh, Queen is just, it was just perfect, you know. And then the bayou, when you think of the bayou, you think of New Orleans, and you think of Louisiana. And I just wanted a positive image, you know, out there for uh, women in Louisiana. And I felt like I would definitely be a great representation of that and role model for many young girls, especially since I'm teaching them to be queens and, you know, teaching them that they are princesses and they are daughters of the king. So it was kind of a, a perfect title for the it was a natural yeah yeah very definitely john bon jovial you'd like to add to the conversation oh yes cosme you're so fine you're so fine you blow my mind i love that <laughs> <laughs> and i just i love that you know all one minute and 28 seconds of that and i gotta tell you one minute and 29 seconds would have been too much. One minute and 27 wouldn't have been enough. That was a perfect package that you put together there. I just absolutely love it. Um, but I, I, I got to tell you, having been to uh, New Orleans many times over the years and uh, immersed myself in, in the music uh, of uh, Louisiana and Mississippi and the Gulf, Texas Gulf Coast, uh, you know, you do such a fine job of representing that, and I've I've, I've just got to know uh, who who is your muse? Who who inspires you the most to come out and do the things that you do musically? I will, you, you know, it, I would have to say my mother. My mother is a jack of all trades, and she sings, she sews, she's a community activist. She she literally does it all. And although she's not famous or anything like that, she's never pursued music. She ended up having eight children and becoming a, an amazing mother and an amazing wife. But she truly has always been my inspiration and my push uh, to know that I can do anything that I want to do and I can be, you know, exactly who I am and that be enough and, not, and for me not to have to settle. So, she is the number one inspiration as far as my drive and my ambition. Um, musically, though, I grew up um, in love with Whitney Houston, of course, and I love old school music. I love the, the messages and, and Aretha Franklin and Gladys Knight. 
and people like that. So musically, those and Diana Ross, those are people who I kind of, you know, watched and were inspired by, kind of became faraway mentors for me. Well, I can understand that. Now, you you were seen uh, a lot of a lot of uh, people might not be aware of this. You were seen uh, during the Oscars in a Walmart commercial, were you not? That was so amazing. Yes, <laughs> that was all God. <laughs> yes, I was. I, that was definitely a pleasure and uh, a financial blessing to Amen. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, Amen to that. There's nothing wrong with that. How did how did that happen? How did you happen to get that opportunity? It, it's actually kind of funny because my agent, I, I'm with an acting agent, uh, Del Corral, here in New Orleans, and I've been wanting an agent for a long time, but I never had one, so I decided to go for it, and I submitted my stuff to him, and he had a great spirit and energy, fell in love with me and my spirit, so he emailed me and said, hey, can you dance? I said, yes, sir. He said, okay, well, there is a, a hip-hop audition that Walmart is having. And I was like, a hip-hop? Oh, Lord. I was like, I haven't really danced, danced <laughs> since I was out on the road with B.O.B., you know, uh, traveling with him four or five years ago. But I said, you know, I can do it. Let's do this. So I went to the audition, and we had to freestyle. So they called me back the next day and said that I was I moved on to the next round of auditions at that particular audition it was like next level those dancers in there you can tell they eat breathe sleep dancing and i i messed up a couple of times i was not as confident about that at at all but the guys that i served made a way when i was getting ready to leave i I'm a talkative person, and I love people, so I just went by and I thanked the choreographers for the opportunity and even for the the agent to have picked me. I I was very grateful. And so I said, but what I really do is sing. So if you ever need a singer for anything, because I know I did not kill the dance choreography, I said, let me know. So lo and behold, the next morning I get a call from my agent saying I got the part. They had a role for a singer, and that is the role that I actually had an opportunity to play. Um, it wasn't my voice, but they had the whole image down with, like, the Billie Holiday look with the sure, world with right. the flower hair. And it was amazing. I said, look at God. Had I not said anything or stepped out on faith and, or just been the grateful person that I am, I may have missed that whole opportunity. And of everybody, I really had a good Well, fantastic. That is, that is just a wonderful opportunity. And you you are such a multi-talented, uh, I don't know, performer seems to be an understatement. I mean, you sing, you write, you dance. Uh, you're into graphic and fashion interior design. Uh, you're a humanitarian, a motivational speaker. You're also in your spare time. Do you have spare time? I uh, got you. Uh, <laughs> you. You also have time somehow. Not to mention the talent to uh, be featured in some uh, some pretty well known roles. Tell us about some of the feature acting you've done. I did some stuff. You know. A few years back with Tyler Perry, I was on Meet the Browns during a uh, Christmas episode. I was one of the Christmas carolers, and they actually trusted me to put a little group of Christmas carolers together, so that was awesome. Um, that was amazing. I was also uh, featured in I Can Do Bad, 
um, my mentee saw me in that movie before I even had a chance to watch it. It was like, Miss Casmay, we saw you five or six times in the movie. I'm like, okay. So I had a chance to do that, uh, Stump the Yard. I've done a lot of extra work in some of those other films on the game and some of the TV shows. So definitely just blessed to have been in Atlanta during that time to, to be a part of some of those films that were being filmed there in ATL. That definitely uh, definitely makes a difference being in the right place at the right time, but also having mm-hmm. the the talent uh, to take advantage of the opportunities. Now, uh, w- would you say that music is still your first love, or is that uh, is it more balanced than that? How, how how do you describe your your personal uh, your personal taste there? Music is definitely, I would say, music and ministry. And when I say ministry, I don't mean it in, in like a religious format. I, I just believe it in the connection and, and uh, spirituality amongst people because I really love people and I love helping people. I, I always have since I was a little girl. Um, so my heart is definitely in helping people. And so throughout my life as I've been writing, music is a, a great form to inspire people. And, and music gives people a certain energy and a certain amount of hope and, you know, so for me, music is kind of that core, and it's an opportunity and a platform for me to be able to display the love that I have for people. But ministry and, and my love for life is definitely, like, probably the, the most at the top of the list. Casme, <laughs> uh, I, I have another question for you, and this is something that is just completely off the wall and uh, and maybe for the most part unrelated to what we've just been talking about. But you just mentioned one of my musical heroines and, and that's Billie Holiday. Uh, I could mm-hmm. listen to her all day, all night, all week, all year. I mean, my father turned me on to her when I was a little boy. Uh, yeah. But if you, what can you envision? And I know I may be putting you on the spot here a little bit, but what could you envision yourself doing if you could do a duet with Billie Holiday? What would you do? What would I do? What would as you do if you could do a duet? Any song, anything? You, it's your choice. What would be your choice of doing uh, with Billie Holiday as a duet? I think. I love Summertime. That's one of my favorite songs. So I think both of us together would be able to come up with a really, really cool rendition of Summertime. Mm-hmm. I, would, I, would like yeah. to hear her, I would like to hear her do Summertime. And the God Bless the Child, I love that song, too. Um, but, yeah, I think it, it would be cool to hear her do a version of Summertime. I think Please. that would be... Uh, that'd be great. Yeah, that would be, that would be an amazing thing. It would be... Uh, that would be very interesting because you definitely you definitely have the pipes and the talent to uh, to perform <laughs> it, and uh, I, I would uh, I'd love to see that. that. Was a good question, John Bon Jovial. I uh, I thank you, know, you for tossing. You know what, John? What's that? Another another song would be great. Would be his eyes on the sparrow or Amazing Grace. It's always good to hear those those kind oh, of yeah. him. I oh, think yeah. that would be amazing too because that would really give a different spin on it, you know, as it as it being more of like a jazzy kind of vibe. I think that would be my number one pick, one one of those. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like that. That would be that would be really, really be excellent. Well, Absolutely. I know we've got another song that, uh, that we're going to play here, and and uh, I'm you know I personally have not heard it yet, but uh, from what everything that uh, David tells me about it, 
uh, I think I'm going to be in for a treat. Yeah, I think you, uh, I think you are. And I, I do that to him a lot of the time. I don't play him all of the music ahead of time so that uh, he can be surprised and I can get his unpremeditated, spontaneous uh, reaction <laughs> to these songs. So before we do that, however, I want, uh, I'd like to have you tell the folks how they can find you online so they can listen to more of your music, uh, perhaps buy some of it, and get to know more about you. Yes, thank you so much again. Um, the website is I am Casme. That's C A S M E. I am C A S M E. dot com. All of my social media handles handles are the same. I am Casme. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, and all of my music is available on iTunes, Amazon. In a couple of weeks, hopefully sooner, uh, we will be on. Pandora, so I'm really excited about that. But right now we're on Spotify and everything else, so you guys can definitely check me out and support, and it is greatly appreciated. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much, and thank you for coming, spending some time with us today. And lastly, before you go, tell us about this next song we're going to play. It's called Break Loose. Yes, the next song is called Break Loose, and I pray that... Every single person listening to the sound of the voice, the music, the melodies, I pray that it bless you, that it touch your heart, and connect you one step closer to God and your destiny. Thank you. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, her name is Kazme. You're going to be hearing a lot more from her, including this song, Break Loose.
Luce. Her name is Casme, and I I tell you one thing that I, really intrigues me about her music is she is able to weave her religious beliefs into the product without either side becoming overpowering. I mean, it's not overly expressing a religious viewpoint. At the same time, it's not an overly commercial sound either. It's, I, I think it's a, she strikes an excellent balance. John? Oh, yeah. This lady's the real deal. You know, there are some uh, pop artists out there, and I will not name them, uh, you know, but they had this pseudo soulful warbly crap that they pulled trying to, you know, tell people, well, you know, I'm soulful because I can do this. No, this lady's the real deal. I mean, she she is inspired by her faith. She's inspired by her talent, and I am too. And I want to see Casme go a long way. I just really, really like this woman's music, and I hope she does I, well. I really think you're going to be hearing a lot more of Casme, ladies and gentlemen. It's C-A-S-M-E with a little slash after it, Casme. And up next, we've got another group this time. And I think this will probably excite my uh, my humble co-host because our next guest is a relatively new band, a uh, couple of musicians out of Boston. And I know that uh, John Bon Jovial has a certain affinity with the uh, with the Boston area and, uh, of course, the uh, Boston musical heritage as well. So let's give a listen right now to a song by the group called Verus, and then we'll be talking with Mark from them. Here's Verus at a thing called Opening Night.
This is Joe Bonzo with the Oak Ridge Boys. You're listening to my good friend, the David Bowers. And there you have it. That's opening night by our next guest, Barris. As I said, a duo from Boston made up of a gentleman by the name of AJ and another gentleman by the name of Mark. And we have Mark here with us right now. So let's bring him on and say hello, Mark. How are you? Well, let's see. We seem to have trouble getting his mic on. There we go. There we go. You're on, Mark. Hello. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> oh, it's going fine. How about you, Mark? Oh, it's awesome. Just sitting here in Boston. I'm watching the uh, people pack in for the Red Sox game. So I'm sure ah. John will have a nice little soft spot in his heart. Oh yes, John and I. Uh, John and I discuss the Red Sox often, although I don't discuss it with the same affinity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. Well, you know, seeing as David happens to be, you know, a, a, a Yankee fan, and I can't imagine why anybody would be a Yankee fan. Uh, we do have these discussions from time to time uh, about who's uh, evil, the Yankees or the Yankees. <laughs> no bias, of course, but we're not oh, here to oh, talk no, baseball. Course. We're here to talk music. Mark, you guys are a relatively new group, are you not? Yes, very new, uh, all things considered. We've been writing together for about a year and a half, uh, and we've just gone public as of May. Right, and you just uh, the song we just heard opening night was what released about a month later in June? Yes, sir. Uh, June 16th, if I remember correctly. And um, it's been a lot of fun getting to talk to people about it, and it's great to be able to talk to you guys about it now. Oh, I'm sure it is, and uh, it's got to be a kick running around and getting to talk to everybody and play your music. Uh, the, the song is, uh, well, it's everything that was built. They, they say it's uh, it captures a super catchy, fun 80s pop vibe, and it does every bit of that. What I what I got after I found the song and got hooked on it and decided, hey, we got to get these guys for the show, uh, was the video, which uh, was just recently released, uh, is... Uh, it's a bit of a surprise. It's not what you'd expect to see for this song. Where did you come up with the idea for the video? So we thought it wanted to be very theatrical because that's a main motif of the song. You know, opening night at theater, you're living right. your life as if it's this big experience. And so we wanted to have something whimsical and almost magical. And we happened to find this video uh, AJ and I, we watched and we said, we think that would be perfect for the song. It just looks like these people are giving their all, and at the end, the audience is cheering for them, and everyone's in and having a great time. And something about it just ties itself together. Like I said, it's maybe that sense of whimsy, that uh, youthful, energetic exuberance. 
and definitely it uh, it is that and if uh, if you haven't seen it uh folks be sure and check out the video for opening night by Veris it's V E R I S and uh you're going to be a little surprised uh I, without you know without giving a spoiler alert and giving away too much for people who haven't seen it because i think i think the surprise is is going to be part of the fun of seeing it uh i will say this i love how you have tied not only two different musical styles basically but two different completely different eras of music together it's it's really something else i i really surprised and uh, very pleased it's excellent i i think it does everything you wanted it to yeah um i mean the old adage is music is timeless so we're very happy we could sort of bridge a gap in that way you definitely did and i i think uh, as a matter of fact i could see where this might actually interest uh, some people to the point where they would actually look up and uh, learn more about the other era that's involved in this but definitely folks you should get out and check the song and the video that goes with it which i think was released in the last week or so where it wasn't it uh, i think it's about two weeks out now but pretty uh, two close weeks. Uh, two weeks maybe ten days Okay. Well, we won't keep John. We won't keep John Bon Jovial waiting two weeks and ten days. But uh, he's got something I think he'd like <laughs> to toss in here. Come on in, John. Well, I just wanted to, uh, Mark. I wanted to find out from you um, what what has the what is the path that you have taken that has led up to this point. This point being Veris. What uh, you know? What kind of a past? Do you and you know your cohorts have in in writing music in in uh, jamming together, uh, in being in other bands? Whether you're you know competing with them or trying to comprise one supergroup, what is it that has caused you to get to this particular point in time? So I'll try and keep it as condensed as I can. But essentially, we're two lifelong musicians, career musicians. Essentially, we've both done our own things. We've both been part of other musical projects. Um, I grew up in music. My grandfather was a drummer. My father's a drummer. Two of my uncles are drummers. Three or four of my uncles play guitar and sing. So I grew up in a very musical family. And I've played through many bands in the Boston area throughout the years. I've toured the nation, etc., etc. AJ discovered his voice when he was with friends playing guitar. And he said, hey, you should really do more of that. And he's, you know, a little timid and hesitant to go about it but you know over the years he did and you know as the years progressed and he started writing his own songs that's where he and i intersected because i was looking for a new group because i had just left or the one i was in disbanded or whatever happened it's in the past now so it doesn't really matter but he and i got in touch with each other and so originally we started collaborating with him as the uh front man and singer songwriter as aj edwards and i was on drums but we started to work together. I started to throw out arrangement ideas or whatever it was, and we would go in the studio together. And over time, it just sort of morphed into this idea of why don't we try writing songs together? Um, we're both uh, lifelong and career writers as well, having worked in many different industries, including advertising and marketing. And so we just took all of these pieces together and put them into what is now Veris. Very interesting. I, I think equally interesting, and 
perhaps not related, uh, is the uh, is the origin of the name Virus. Uh, I was reading. Uh, I'm not sure if it's derived from the same place, but it was uh, originally uh, the one that I saw was a Star Wars character. How did you come up with the name? <laughs> so Verus uh, is Latin, and there's a few different meanings. Uh, one of them is spring, not in the sense of the season, but to spring forth. The All other right. definition is truth. So at the heart of it, Verus means truth springs forth. And so as writers who want to tell these stories and express these emotions and sort of explore them, that concept and definition really made sense to us. And so when we came across the name and uh, one of us pitched it to the other and we explained it, uh, it just all made sense. And we said, that's what it should be. That's who we should be. Gotcha. Then it it has nothing to do with a tattooed female human who underwent surgery to make her look like a Deveronian lead singer or whatever it was that uh, she was in Star Wars. Though I am a major fan of Star Wars, unfortunately, this time there is no direct correlation. But I'm looking look. for better stories down the line. Yeah, really, you can use it as a, you know alternate facts or something like that. By the way, <laughs> were, were you were you aware of the connection to Star Wars? I actually wasn't. I fancy myself a pretty big fan, but I've never heard of that character. Yeah, if you uh, uh, if you look it up, you can find it in the Wikipedia, uh, not Wikipedia, Wikipedia. But uh, yeah, oh, I yes, stumbled across that, and I I thought perhaps it was a uh, a derivation from the Star Wars character. But uh, I, I actually I like your explanation a lot better. It's uh, of course it would depend on the audience too. I could see where you could use either or uh, toss it up for grabs there. Now tell us well, whatever booked at Comic Con. There you go. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, I, I, I'm amazed at your your wealth of experience because I look at the... Is that picture that you have of you on there, is that an old picture? Because you guys both look like teenagers in that. No, that's uh, that was taken back in, I believe it was March or April. That's us. Oh, well, I, I looked at that, and I'm listening to you tell about your experience and your travels and, and, and everything, and I'm saying... Yeah, what'd they do? Did they start? Well, uh, Kazme was just on here, and she started singing it, too. And I was thinking, you guys must have started about the same age to have all that experience by the time you were 15 or whatever it is you look like in that picture. But uh, definitely, <laughs> folks, you want to look these guys up. You'll find them. I know on Facebook, it took me a little while to find you because uh, you're not listed under the name Varus. Your Facebook page is We Are Varus, right? Yes. All our social handles are We Are Veris. It sort of gets back to that truth being universal. It's a very communal name. Very right. It's, uh, that threw me off because I started looking for Veris by name, and uh, I ran into a dead end. And I, I think I got it from a review in, the, in one of the Boston music columns. Uh, they put the link in We Are Veris, and you guys are getting some crazy reviews back there. Uh, it's definitely been a wild ride. It's very humbling and exciting to see people responding to our music so positively and saying the beautiful things that they are. Um, you know, it's something we work very hard towards, and it's nice to see that our efforts are connected with people, which is what we wanted to do. Like I said, we wanted to share 
those truths and experiences with people through our music, and it seems like we're starting to get some sort of foothold with that. You know, I can remember, um, you know, I guess I'm going to be dating myself when I say this, but as far as responding to music is concerned, and I'm wondering if you guys have had this opportunity as well, uh, when I was a teenager, which was back in the 60s, uh, you know, there used to be all these free concerts on the commons. And uh, we used to go to them, you know, every weekend. And, or, of course, uh, we'd hang out there on a daily basis almost uh, during the summertime. But is that opportunity still there for you to play for people, even if it's a free gig, uh, on, you know, in, uh, in the Boston Commons or, uh, you know, along Com Avenue or, or any of these places where it, it used to be just... Uh, during the summer, any given day, there would always be music playing everywhere in the outdoors around Boston. There are, fortunately, always places to play in Boston, uh, be it Copley Square, or like you said, they do still have concerts in the Commons. We are currently working on our live show because we want it to be this amazing experience for people. So live shows are a little further down the road, and so right now we're focusing our attention on writing because that's where it all comes from. That's what the focus is, the music, and then honing the live show for an audience. And what, how, how is your recognition level around town now? Well, I think it's starting to amass somewhat of a buzz. People seem to get to know us. Um, and it's not just around town anymore, fortunately. Um, now we'll have a little bit out in your area, in the Rochester area. Uh, we were on radio in California last month. Uh, Philly last week, and we've even had some international uh, in the Netherlands, in the UK, in Nigeria. Well, great. Uh, that's, that's great, that's, David. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're getting the buzz all right, and uh, we will be not only uh, not only would you be in our at our uh, our flagship broadcast station in Rochester, uh, you'll be going around the world on all of our networks because our show will air Sunday at uh, 2 o'clock Eastern time online, and it will also go to uh, all of our other affiliates, including the all the stations of the 365 radio networks. It'll be on uh, Spreaker, iTunes, iHeartRadio, all those places. So uh, you're, you're going to get a little more exposure there, but judging from the reviews and things I'm reading in the Boston music columns, uh, you are definitely starting to create a buzz there. And I look, uh, I look forward to hearing much more from you in the very near future. And uh, I want to tell you, as I told Kazme and all of our guests on the show, once you're on our show, you are now part of our family, and we always have a place for you at the table, so to speak. The door is always open. You've got, uh, you've got something new happening. You've got a new album coming out, a new release, uh, whatever it is. Uh, we've always got a place for you here on the show. Keep in touch with us. Let us know what's going on. And also, on uh you're always welcome to interact with us on social media, including a couple of Facebook pages that I have. You can find by uh, just going on Facebook and searching the David Bowers. And uh, they are there for the sole purpose of a place for our guests to post their music news, releases, anything you've got going that you'd like to spread the word on. Feel free to jump on it and use them for it. That's what they're there for. That's perfect. We'll be doing just that. 
And please do keep in touch with us. We'd like to know what's going on, and uh, we definitely want to have an excuse to get you back here again. Right now, we're going to go to your next release, and I understand this one is just being released. And uh, tell us real quickly. I think we've got about 30 seconds to tell us about it. So this song is called Devil in the Details. It is currently unreleased. We have it projected for the next couple weeks, so everyone hearing it is going to be the first ones publicly to do so. So we're very excited about this one. It's a little different than opening night. shows a darker side of human emotion, but we think it's something you'll want to listen to. I'm glad you mentioned that because I was going to mention it is a bit darker and deeper than opening night. Just a little bit. Thank you so much, Mark. Best of luck to you and AJ. We do look forward to having you come back and visit us again. Ladies and gentlemen, look them up online. Veris, V-E-R-I-S. There, We Are Veris is their online handle. And uh, be sure and tell them what you think about their music. And if you stop by and like it, don't forget to buy some of it, too. We'll keep them going. Thanks again, Mark. We look forward to having you back again. And here they are, ladies and gentlemen. This is Varus and Devil in the Details. Pull me closer. Lock the door and turn the lights off. I don't want to dive in deeper. But you know I can't give it up. Give it up Yeah. 
the devil in details. That's Varus, and we're out of time. John Bon Jovi will take us home. I'm on the road, my friend. Be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards. That's Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM 106.3, Rochester, New York, home of Rochester Free Radio, and on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 7 p.m. Greenwich time for more great indie music and talk with the artists who make it happen. So until next week... For the David Bowers, Nick the Geek, Hopalong Sarcassity, and all those other folks that like to hang out with us from time to time, a.k.a. the crew of Rejects, my name is John Bon Jovial, and I'm awfully glad that you took your time to hang around with us today, and we will see you next week. That's right, next week right here on the David Bowers Awards. <laughs>